Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast. I am Boyd Hilton. I happen to work at Heat Magazine with two glorious colleagues <laughs> who are in front of me right now, Steph Seelan and Kay Ribeiro. Welcome. I don't know why I laughed at that, because it's absolutely true. We are glorious. Mm. Factually true, and that's who we are, and those are our names. And we like to think of this as the world's leading pop culture slash mostly TV podcast, where we review four major things on TV. <laughs> so we've got to do some film C. Um, is, is, this the, is this like the fourth week of us doing yeah, TV? Pretty, okay. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, shaking her head. Yeah, no, because there's been a lot of good TV. We yeah, can yeah. ignore yeah, there it. There has. I mean, let's yeah. let's say this is a deliberate thing mm. on our part, a tactic, let's yeah. call it, yeah. because this is, we're right now, we're in the middle of the busiest time for television. It's the autumn TV season, okay? Absolutely. Every channel's got huge big things starting, and like this week alone, we're doing Dr. Foster Series <gasps> 2. Huge. Yes. Tin Star. Sky oh, Atlantic's oh. huge new 10-hour so epic drama series starring Tim Roth. Cold Feet Series 2, starting on ITV next Friday. Yes, they're showing it on Fridays. Weird, but they are. What? And mm, maybe not that. quite so big, Cannonball on ITV. Um, I beg to differ. Okay, but for me, this is a classic fluff slot. So it's a it's in the fluff slot. Oh, okay. It might be the biggest fluff we've ever had I, in the I think You're the biggest fluff the biggest we've ever had. and longest fluff we've ever had. Okay. But well. Boyd... You've been somewhere. I've been to the Edinburgh TV Festival. You've got a tan. I have a flo- have I- <laughs> no, I'm joking. You've been to Edinburgh. I was, I was in a conference centre for three days, yeah. I was at the Edinburgh TV Festival, the world's leading international festival of television. It's more of a conference, really. It's where the whole industry gathers mm-hmm. and lots of people who want to make TV shows and get them shown on TV gather and all the big wigs are there for all the channels. And... I did many things. I, I was working, I hosted a session with the outgoing head of Channel 4, Jay Hunt, and I, we went over her life and bake, career. Bake Off Buyer. Bake Off Buyer, and I had a whole section where she revealed exclusively, <gasps> oh. I believe, a couple of things. One was, what, one was it was her idea to get Noel Fielding in. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well yes, done. Yes, well done, yeah. Jay. And also, I asked her outright, how many viewers does she want in tomorrow? So this will be going, if you're listening to okay. this month, Tuesday, today. Tuesday was when yeah. it's supposed to go out. We're recording it earlier, FYI. Um, so Bake Off's off t- on tonight. And, sh- and so I said, how many viewers do you need in Lots. the overnight? Do you need? Do you need slash want? Need to prove that it was the right decision. Well, so she's, well, this is the answer. So Oof. she said she, ne- she needs three million to break even. Three million. I mean, if it gets three million, they'll be devastated. It was getting 14 million on BBC One. That's what I was going to yeah. okay. So... But she three million to break even. Yeah, to break financially, break even on the seventy-five million they spent. They're going to do oh three mil God. easy, aren't they? Yeah, of course. Of course they are. They'll be devastated if it's less than four or five. I think it would get like five and a half. Okay, hold on. So it's go- so Tuesday. So tonight it's going yeah. out tonight. Okay, yeah. come on, let's. So Wednesday, this everyone will know, and it'll be big headlines. So if it gets like seven eight, that's huge for Channel Four. Nothing on Channel Four gets up over five million really. Um, Gogglebots gets like four ish. So that's, if that's you think about it, yeah. nothing gets more than five yeah. million on Channel no. I think this is this is the, well, this is why they bought it. Then, yeah, isn't it is it? why they bought it. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, and then I went to loads of sessions and got to know, find out what's happening. Like exciting news, like Alan pa- Alan Partridge <gasps> is coming back to the BBC. Oh yes. yeah. They're doing a twenty five year anniversary before the end of the year, like an hour long oh. special commemorating his twenty five oh. years of BBC. And then a whole new series next year, which is going to be like a chat show slash magazine <laughs> show, like the one show oh, meets. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give the audience yeah. what they want. Yeah. Yeah. and Alan's going to be obsessed with Brexit. So oh, that's exciting. Of course he is. Oh, my God, it's so There's so loads of things like that. New League of Gentlemen, that's coming back oh. for two specials. Lots of really exciting wow. things. But the most exciting moment of all... Come on. Let oh, me you look really now. excited. You do look excited. You're and kidding. you never the, look excited. The, the advisory chair of the whole Edinburgh TV Festival is a guy called Diederik Santa. From EastEnders? Right. He was... He, he's not in EastEnders. No. He was the he was boss charge, of EastEnders the in the glory days. Such a good days. name. Diederik. Diederik. So no, great. Santa. Well, I mean, all of it. 
And you pronounce it Santa? He's very tall, Santa, yeah, Santa. Oh. He's about seven foot tall. He's oh. a TV bigwig. He is. So he was in charge of his. Kay just gave me the twinkly eyes. Have you met him? Is he? <laughs> oh yeah, Kay fans. Very handsome. Listen, I like Kay. a tall gentleman. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I, li- I love EastEnders. So. Kay is literally half And Grantchester, <laughs> which he's in charge of, was in charge of, well, I think. Well, this is what I was going to say. So his current job, he's, head, he's creative chief of Kudos Productions. Ooh. And they make humans, Broadchurch, <gasps> Grantchester, The Tunnel, River, Capital, Utopia, and Man in an Orange Shirt. And this oh is what it all comes God. down oh to. Oh so God. he listened to the podcast where we reviewed Man in an Orange Shirt. What our podcast? No. Our podcast. Us and three little people. It's basically, this is just me telling us how great we are. Um, and he said, so he said to me, so he was a, as advisory chair. He literally took me aside before my session with Jay Hunt. Did you think you were in trouble? Talk. He gave me a pep talk. <gasps> like, literally, that, that's how hands on he is. So he literally called me aside and he gave me a little pep talk. He's Santa little helper. He's incredible. Oh. And he goes, uh, you know, you'll be great, boy. Blah, 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 blah. Gave me a little, little bit, a few words of advice. And then he goes, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm addicted to your podcast, oh the Unmissable Podcast. And he used, it's over. It's he used over. the word addicted. Oh my god! And it all started when he listened out for our review of Man and Orange Shirt. We were incredibly nice. Well, it was Man and the Orange Shirt. But now he's carried on listening. More importantly, since then. So this is a huge shout out for. Can I just say we are very excited about this now, DJ? If you just want to slip a little review on iTunes. If you want to give it five stars, yeah. we'd be more than well, happy. Well, I did mention that to him. Did I said, you? Rate and review. You should have stood with him while he did it. He, I should have done. He was. That's what I'm busy. doing. He was effectively managing every single session at the Listen, end of the TV festival he's busy over now. three it's days. It's multitasking. But you know, that's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Oh. So now I think uh, my main Santa. my message is to any TV bigwigs out there listening. If you if you do tell us, then we will give you extended shout yeah. out on. Oh on my the, god, on it's going to be one long shout out. Now I'm going to mention Santa as much as possible in this podcast. Mention Santa, yeah. Um, anyway, more importantly, guys, what have we been Go watching? <laughs> Steph, what have you... Oh, no, Kay, what have you been watching? All right, listen, I know you're going to judge me. I'm just going to say it anyway. I've been catching up on Made in Chelsea Ibiza. Someone's got to. Yes, because, as you know, it's my guilty pleasure along with keeping up with the Kardashians. Never feel guilty. Uh, all pleasure's good. Yeah. And um, I caught up with it because, as you know, I went for a set visit there. You so did. So um, I thought it was only right that I didn't watch the show. And, yeah, it's as... As expected, makes you feel very bad about your lives, but you know it's nice to live vicariously. Are you in it? No, because oh. <laughs> you were there when they were filming it. You might be on me in the no, background, I, running around in the I, background. I'm very much a backstage person, boy. Do you know oh, that? Okay. I don't like I'm camera shy. So, as Made in Chelsea in Ibiza compares to Made in Chelsea in Chelsea, what is it? Just different? They're just running around in skimpy bikini costumes. Oh yes, it's basically like Love Island. It's like Love posh. Island meets. Uh, by the way, there was lots of chat about Love Island at the TV festival because everyone's no, incredulous as to how big it was. Yeah, Carry but on. also I've got a bit of news about Love oh, Island on. that on, I um, saw on the World Wide Web. Oh yeah, they're launching the. The uh, people behind Love Island are launching kind of a breakaway show from that, which is called Survival of the Fittest, apparently. Ooh. Moving it from Mallorca to South uh, um, Africa. And it's going to be a combination of like introducing grueling physical challenges, battle of the sexes, obviously dating as well. What? It's going to be like but a and hybrid. They're, and they're all ha- very gorgeous. Oh, of course. Of I mean, I don't think fitness. they'd let ugly people on that show. Oh my Survival God. of the ugliest. So, well, that's sort of cannonball, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, oh sorry. Honestly, don't diss Freddy because so I'm going to come sorry. for you. Well, spoiler so alert. Sorry. That's all. Stephanie Seen, have you okay. watched anything in your hectic week right. in charge no. of Heat magazine? I know this is this is going to sound so stupid, but I, this is the truth, right? I have just hit upon long lost family okay oh, oh Davina okay yeah. Emotional. seven series in right yeah. and I did say on Twitter I've just started watching this seven series in I've never watched it before it's bloody brilliant I honestly yeah. how I much watched, did you cry I watched three in a row I was oh like my God. this Sick. is yeah. amazing that's, a lot that's emotional that's a lot. pornography I know honestly <laughs> it was and you know 
what? I was watching it in bed. I was watching it in bed. Oh my crying. god, crying. Lo- today, the bed, last week, the I bath. Know, the bath. I, mean, I know. I was honestly, I was crying. I was like, this is so amazing. Yeah, oh, this is amazing. I really wish I had a long lost relative so that Davina could come round and give me a cuddle. We're going to find them. Oh, if you know Sealand. What about your husband, your... Leanne B. George? Has he got any long lost relatives? No. No? no. no, I don't think so. Okay. Everyone's very known to him. Mm. Yeah, oh, he yeah he's got known yeah. relatives. Close known yeah, relatives. Close known relatives. <laughs> but the other thing I've been watching, which is, I'm only watching it because he's watching it, Power. Do you watch that? No. What channel? Oh, he the husband. He the husband. So yeah, it's on Fiddy, the Netflix. Fiddy, Fiddy sent. Yeah. You know Fiddy. Yeah. yeah. So he's like the producer behind this huge show. You know this show, Boyd, yes. right? So yes. power. So power. And it's all. It's all about kind of. He's like a, this guy who's this big drugs goon, and and basically it's about he goes to prison and he's got like. Then he gets out of prison and then he's going out with this girl who was like, a, you know, a long lost love and she's in the police service. And then it's all about who's in power. Yeah. Um, it's very, very good. It's huge in America. What massive, channel is yeah, it? Yeah. It's on the Netflix here, isn't it? Yeah. On week, about weekly. So because they, they've acquired it from the Is American this the time channel. that I reveal I don't have Netflix? Anyway, well, let's, well, okay, let's. Do you let's, know who it's got in it that you'll be interested in? Joshua La- Jackson? N- no. Okay. Lala Anthony's in it. Brr? Yeah. Bank face, bank Carmelo face. Anthony's <laughs> wife. Oh, right, oh. yeah. The Knicks. Hello. Oh. Basketball. I'm very big basketball. on the basketball scene. Oh. Anyway, um, I've been watching that. But Long Lost Family, amazing. Uh, I'm going to mention a couple of things. One is, first of all, I do have to mention that as this is going to go out um, the morning after Game of Thrones season finale, the 80-minute, effectively, longest ever episode movie. Please say you're not going to have an argument with Steph I'm just going to say, oh, well, I don't think Steph's seen it yet. I have, I have seen it. I'm just going to say it's the greatest. It's one of the greatest What do you mean? You've seen that, it? Yeah. I'm what say, do you mean you've seen it? Yeah. You haven't seen it? I've seen it. Oh, my God. Did you see it in Edinburgh? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, you haven't. Yeah. How have you seen it? <laughs> what do you mean? What happened? I've seen, I've seen lots of it. That's all. How I can have say. you seen lots of it? Steph, I can't go into it right now. Oh my god, you got a secret source. Yeah, I've got to go into it right now. And let me. And okay, it, okay. Is it what is? Yeah, is it good? It's is one it? of the greatest episodes of TV ever. Yeah, I think. Oh wow, one of the greatest yeah. episodes of TV ever. Well, I think Steph will be the judge of that. Yeah, as you know, I will be the judge. Oh my god. Yeah. So how many minutes in? in Eighty minutes. It's an hour and twenty minutes. It's going at the same time. Yeah. On, on that bombshell, I also want to mention... A f- I'm going to mention a film. Okay. So um, there's a film called God's Own Country, right. opening in cinemas. Which yes. has the guy who's in the Durrells in it, who I yes. really like. Was his something O'Connor? Josh O'Connor. Josh O'Connor. And it's him and Alec... Now, I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this properly. Try. So let me go. Do your best accent. Alec Sicarianu. Sicarianu? Sicarianu? Sicarianu. Uh, yeah, look, uh, Steph's looking Sikaranu. at the spelling. I probably should have practiced this. Sikaranu. Thank She's you. She's got it. Nailed it. Um, and it's about, it's basically, it's a gay romance. Mm. But it's kind of, and people are calling it like something like, kind of like, you know, um, Brokeback Mountain in <gasps> in the wilds of, oh. of, of, of Britain. Oh, so it's in a rural oh. kind of farming community. It's yeah. this young guy who's living on a farm with his ill, very desperately ill father, played by Ian Hart, and his, uh, and, um, his grandmother, played by Gemma Jones. And it's all very bleak. It's very windy, oh. bleak kind of, you know, like um, like the moors and all oh. that. In a beautiful way. Like okay. Beautifully bleak. Not, don't, don't turn your nose <laughs> yeah. up at it. Well, you, you look and then, sad. <laughs> well, it, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of preparing the listener for the fact that, it's, that there's got quite a lot of gruellingness to deal with. Okay. Yeah, but it's I worth it. Mountain was I honestly don't think Steph should see it if she's already dehydrated <laughs> from the family. That's true. But. You're right. But then this um, this guy comes in to work as a kind of migrant <gasps> worker. Oh, it really farm. is broke back. It really is broke back. Yeah. So this guy comes to a migrant worker working on their sheep sheep farm to help him out. And at, at first they're like, you know, don't really like each other. Mm. Sorry, but then, is it on the sheep, on a sheep farm? 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and then um, they fall in love, and oh. it's a kind of brilliantly. Di- it's. I, I'm, I'm going to say this now. It's better than Brokeback Mountain. Really? Yeah. Boyd, that is a bold claim, Boyd. Yeah, because it's just so searingly. I've used that word, mm-hmm. kind of brutal in on some in some ways, and honest and straightforward in dealing with everything. It's it's so very unHollywood. It's British. That's what I was, was going to. Is it just because it's British? Cause Not sometimes, just because sometimes. Well, yeah, but sometimes people no. go, oh, it's much better because it's got the Brit. Not just grit. because. No, 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 no. So it's written and directed by this guy Francis Lee, and he's just done a brilliant job in making every single moment of it seem totally real. Whereas I think Broke Mountain. I love Broke Mountain. Don't get me wrong, but there were odd moments of it that were a bit Hollywoody to me. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. In a, what, in a good wait, way. What bit of Broke Mountain was too Hollywood? Oh, Watched it in ten years. Let's I don't know. Into, okay. Basically, I think me and Steph should go and see it because yeah. it's yeah. got five stars in the magazine. Hasn't five it? stars, quite rightly, in Heat magazine. It's going to be one of the big in British indie films of the year. Okay, so Fantastic. it's the new Brokeback. It's the new. It's new Brokeback. British Brokeback. God's own country in cinemas Friday. Actually, go see it. I think I saw Charles's review where he describes it as Brokeback Yorkshire. Yes. 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 That's what it is. Okay. Yes. There you go. Amazing. Uh, there we go. But more importantly, or not necessarily as importantly, the new series of. TV drama phenomenon, Dr. Foster, case shaking her head. What, just like memories of watching it? Traumatised? Right, a few weeks ago, Steph said she couldn't watch Trust Me because it was so tense. And I think if you couldn't handle that, like, Trust Me. Oh, is that finished yet? By the way. No, I watched episode three the other night, by the way. It's really good. good. Yeah, still good. But this is tenser. Yeah. Okay. So did we all watch series one of, of Dr. No, Dr. Fox? yes. Oh my God, you yes. Yeah. Steph, you need to get on okay, it. Okay, so listen, can I just, full disclosure, I understand that I might be the only person in the world that didn't watch series one yeah, of Dr. Foster, but pretended I did when everyone was talking <laughs> about ah. the dinner table oh, scene. Nice. And I was like, I can't be left out of every conversation on this day. So, you're so I'm pre- like, oh yeah, it was amazing. This is a good revelation. <laughs> you're a TV pretender. There are a few, I've met, I did, the, yeah, I did so you're one of these people that. like, so For if everyone that, goes... If, say everyone goes, oh yeah, all eight episodes of Netflix. Yeah, you you pretend you've watched them just to go along with the. Oh social my god! Pressure. Do you know what I should do that more? Do you, just let me ask you a question. Do you honestly think that everyone that says they've watched The Wire has watched The no. Wire, or anyone who says they've watched no. Watch McCall? No, it's uh, a phenomenon. Yeah, pretending yeah. you've seen something when you haven't seen it is an absolute phenomenon, especially when it comes like to the that. binge. Let's, let's always keep it People honest go, and real. Oh, honest. I love the surprises. Yeah. Have you watched all of the surprises? Which FOMO, isn't it? It's fear yeah. missing out. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, to be you did miss out. If I did miss out, but yeah, there was a day where everybody was talking about that dinner table scene. Okay, where she slaps him and so yeah I did go oh my god wasn't it amazing oh and you know what I had no I idea I love the fact that you're revealing this fact I had no great. idea but yeah. then I watched a little clip and I now know why she was but so interestingly <laughs> in the so here's my my first thing I'm going to say is so Dr Foster obviously was all about when it started out written by Mike Bartley who's a brilliant playwright mm. and brilliant TV writer now as well um, this was Saran Jones Doctor and um, husband Simon Bertie Carvel 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 mm. Carvel um, they, so husband and wife, seemingly very happily married. And then the whole thing about it when it started was, it's just a very simple concept of she suspects he's having an affair. And she finds a lot of hair is it on his shirt or something mm. on his shirt. And then it all gets in, across the five episodes. It was like, is, is he, isn't he? Mm. And it was just a brilliantly done kind of deep dive, wasn't it, into the Infidelity. emotional trauma of paranoia of thinking right. about whether of infidelity, then discovering the infidelity, then that okay. scene you talk about was when she... she um, um, bursts out and like says alien. So yeah. you know that girl. Was she the daughter yes. of some mm-hmm. of their adult yeah. friends? Yeah. Okay. So has was he always a bit of a nasty bastard? Her husband. He's a bit of a shit. Well, isn't to he? start with, he wasn't. That was the thing, was he? But I guess part of so the. It, I mean, to be, towards the end. And I mean, how did the, the affair end, start? He, he there was, was. Yeah. How I, did the affair with this girl start? Um, I mean, do you want us to describe it? <laughs> 
Pete Unz? No. Yes, please. She's, I mean, <laughs> bottom line is she's a young, beautiful woman in his vicinity, I think. Look, and the, also he the, was, you know, like, he's got a kid. Yeah. You know, uh, he's probably yeah. bored of the drudgery of domestic well, life. Indeed, yeah. Just like a pathetic okay. man. Yeah. yeah. But part of the brilliance of it was that it did, in a very slow burn kind of way, reveal that he was capable of being a nasty bastard, bastard. Okay, as you say. Right. But to start with, he did incredibly charming. He was a incredibly mm. charming man, as I think often was is Was he? The case. Oh, yeah, I yeah, cannot totally, imagine yeah. that from watching oh, yeah. this. No, the whole... The whole brilliance of it was at the it beginning could be anyone yeah it could, it could be a, but also at the beginning they weren't unhappy they were like they were they had issues but they were, essentially they were you know they were very much in love having sex all those stuff, the yeah other, but this it? is the point isn't it it could be anyone because she see, like she thought she had a fulfilling relationship yeah, with him yeah yeah anyway right. we're now at series two and the yeah. thing the, the interesting thing is the famous the thing that everyone said like critics and a lot of mm-hmm. um, viewers said on social media after series one is leave it there. You know, that's what people say about these things. When it feels like a self-contained story, which right. it very much didn't, it felt like it had an ending, you know, there was this whole violent climax and the whole, she kind of, then she went to a square and mm. dealt with it. There was, it felt it had been resolved. And then it was like, what are you going to do? What are you going to force series two on us? You know, just because it was a huge hit. But, for me, it was like I always trust a really good writer to come up with a way of doing a series yeah. two. And for me, so what he's done is two years on. It is two years since the since the show was on, and it's two years on for everyone in the show. And and him, the husband, the nasty husband, and the, the woman, the young mm, woman, are now Kate. married with a kid, Ugh. and they they've come back to yeah. the area. And the brilliance of it is, isn't it? So I guess the thing is, the theme of it is, is Siran Jones, is Doctor Foster still? Kind of like very much put upon, still feeling victimised, but still trying, but brilliantly maintaining her life as as a, as a perfectly strong woman and maintaining life with her son who's living yeah. with her, who's, who's kind of trying to be sensitive to her as well. But it's all about without giving anything away. And so I was thinking about how to describe this. Yeah, because we've we've listened. Yeah. Right, this is one of those shows <laughs> that the PR. Yeah, have you got this list? Yeah, we've got a list of things we cannot yes. say. So all I was going to say was all we can really say is it's two years on. He's back. He's come back to the local area. He's been away with with the wife and then. Are we allowed kids. to say where he's anything about where he lives? Well, I think well, that's what I was going to say. So he's come back and he's now moved back into the vicinity, into a lavish into a house that Kevin MacLeod like, would be very right, happy with. A grand design. What I would say about that and, house, go on. just very quickly, yeah. so I know it seems like it's going to seem like I'm obsessed with doors, yeah. right? Because after that dog program, mm. now in a in a house like that, newly bought. Who leaves the door open? Like, I'm talking, it's not even like unlatched, it's open. Yeah, yeah so but, we can but, say that there's a scene very early on where Saran Jones, where Dr. Foster. Goes yeah, she has to, a snoop around. She has a snoop around. So he tells her he's moved back and gives her the address and, and but, she snoops her out with the door as But I thought open. the reason, he, <laughs> I thought, and right, again, I did lie and I haven't watched the first series, but right, I thought from watching this and I, I just thought, oh, he's left the door open and so, she goes, so she goes in. No, 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 no. Because he's given her. He, he's oh, really? Text, well, he texted her, and he thought he knows us. I thought he knows her so well. He knows she won't be able to resist going there, and so he's. Oh, see, well. I didn't mean like that. I didn't want. Oh, those. well, you may be right, but anyway, the whole th- idea of it is, isn't it, that what is he up to? Is he up to something? Yeah, he's a nasty. What bastard. is she up to? What? She, how is he she going to deal with the fallout? He is. He is a nasty bastard. How is she going to deal with these people she hates? Hates him. She hates the, his new the new wife. Oh, I know, but, but that new wife. And how is it all going to affect their son? They're t- together. Their yeah. teenage son who's growing up now, and he's got you know new friends. And what's gonna happen? so it's kind of like what happens now is is the thing, isn't mm. it? And I thought, I mean, now we get on to what we thought of it, but I just thought immediately. It was just every single moment of it was riveting, wasn't it? It was like oh my god, so, but also so super tense. Yeah. Like it starts off with a guillotine. 
I mean, you don't get more tense Brilliant than that, scene, right? Yeah. A chopping device. Yeah. Mm. And these red letters going out, you're like, what is going on? Yeah, and I love the music as well. The music, the music was music fantastic. Yeah. And so he's sending out inv invitations. Yeah, to all, was, yeah, but the thing is, he's sending out all the invites to all her friends and family, mm. including their son. So she gets to know about them. Coming back, they're married. Mm. And it's just that horrendous situation that I think everyone can relate to, whether they've been cheated on or not, of you've been cheated on yeah. or infidelity happens. You try and get on and rebuild your life. And then that person, not only like is happy, which is obviously quite devastating, comes back to the area that you live in mm. and parades it in front of you. Do you know what? Like, I watched it really late last night. And kind in of the in the dark. No, in the dark, downstairs. And I, it was, I felt to me like, <laughs> it did feel to me like a bit like an adulterous horror story. Because well, it was really like... a really like, good point. It's a good it was, thriller. Yeah, Very it was really it's, thrilling. It, I, was I think bit, you're right. I was a bit scared. Well, I think the genius of Dr. Foster is that it's essentially a a domestic drama about infidelity, written and directed like a horror film. Yeah, mm. that's what it, it felt is. like. It is, and it's like a brilliant, brilliant, like, yeah. you know, like Rosemary's Baby or something. The way... The and there's nothing supernatural in it no. at all. Of course, it's absolutely grounded in reality, but it's so atmospheric. Yeah, and the way and she so moves. On edge. Just, yeah. And it's really interesting you say he's a playwright, because actually, now you say it makes a lot of sense to me, because the drama and the tension in just very sim simple moments of dialogue... Yeah. I mean, the way she is acting her ass off, yeah. isn't she? It just and isn't he around. great? Simon, the character Simon, Bertie he's, Carvel, yeah. he's so great because he's and so unremorseful yeah. and condescending to her. So yeah. there's this brilliant scene where he basically says, like, essentially says to her, like, oh, you know, you've got anyone new? Like, oh, is that a new top? And it implies to her that she's basically got the same life, but just without it. And how crushing is that? That is just so Yeah, he's, he knows how to, push uh, to her get buttons. to her. Yeah, of yeah. And, and he yeah. absolutely does that as he's well. So but, and yeah, but she knows how to get to him as well. I mean, she's equally capable yeah. in, in, in her own way, quite rightly, of kind of fighting back, which is mm. the, that's the, it's a kind of battle of wills, isn't it? It's a Very battle of psychological I... wills between these two brilliant actors and Bertie it's brilliant for him because Bertie Carvel I think is mainly known as a theatre actor he did, he did loads oh, really? of I've seen him on stage loads of times but didn't get that many good TV roles until this and this is totally made yeah he's a like star. a Shakespearean yeah. villain he's yeah. horrendous he, he says yeah. to her at one point he says the only way because he's going back to an area that he was like he grew up in right. and she, she didn't so oh he, she didn't oh no, right so that's the whole point because I was like why is he why has he got ownership no. over this place so he's saying all my that. friends are family here so basically he belongs right. here so he said the only way I'm leaving here is in a coffin and that I think yes. sets the tone for this whole villain. Yeah. Oh, but wh why would you leave Saran Jones? I mean, and I think that's the, that's the thing. Well, it's like but they made that very re realistic, don't they? I mean, without, I'm trying not to spoil anything, but there's a scene where they have a confrontation. It's like maybe, and you think part of him is thinking, why did I leave Saran Jones? Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can we just give a, sh like, you know, a lot of people diss the soaps, right? But how amazing, like, uh, Corey, mm. as a soap petri oh dish has it been I meant for, to... like, Catherine Kelly, yeah. Saran Jones, no, um, I want to ask you Sarah Lancashire. I want to ask you a question. Saran Jones... Mm. Okay, now again, this may be a stupid question. What is her native accent? What is her normal what accent? What is her native accent? Uh, Northern. It is, because yeah. that voice that she's got was really just, oh my God, it was really going through me in a chilling way. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's, it's beautiful. Shall she's I, got I a softer Northern yeah, tone in, yeah, in real life. But I just found her, yeah. like, she's incredibly attractive. Well, you, well, you good thing about Coronation Street, funny enough, I went to, I've flown back from Edinburgh today and the last thing I saw there, the best thing I saw mm. was Russell T Davis, the genius who wrote Queer as Folk and Managed Doctor and he made the point that he worked on Coronation Street at the same time as Paul Abbott who created Shameless and that Priest uh, series that we watched oh, this year yeah, um, and what? Sally Wainwright of... Happy Valley fame. They all work Broken. from Coronation Street at the same time. And also then Sarah Lancashire and Catherine Kelly were yeah. in Happy Valley. Think about that. The, the, three it's of the greatest era. writers. So no, Coronation oh Street, so soaps do produce But particularly, these I, don't think, I can't think of any other soap no. that's produced as many no. No. brilliant actresses. But anyway, for it's all me... all that fresh air up north. 
Exactly, <laughs> yeah. It's very useful, yeah. Up yeah. in the Dales. Yeah. Everywhere else polluted. But not yeah. up if you're listening to this in the North, obviously. We don't want to patronise them. No. Obviously we've got no, let's millions not patronise the Pogs. We the love North. you all yeah. individually you. You very all. much. Um, all I was going to say was, I just think this is an example of, first of all, it's like uh, that thing I mentioned about don't do another series when it's F off, you know. Like, just if the writer's as good as this, that? if the talent involved is as brilliant as this, then yes, do do another series, and then we'll we'll work out whether it's good or not. And this is so brilliant, and I just think it just shows what happens if you get a brilliant, brilliant writer at the top mm. of his game, perfect cast, and it's brilliantly directed as well. I was trying to find who directed it, Jeremy Lovering. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's five shall, stars from me. Oh, shall I watch the first? Can I? Shall I for people? Oh, watch right, it. Maybe, yeah, watch it. Watch the first watch one. It. Or yeah. did you? So did you get less out of it? Do you think you haven't watched the first series? Yeah, I loved it. I really, I really think you'd loved get it. even more out of it. But that's yeah. why yeah. I mean, the history of the character. Because yes. at the moment, my feelings about her husband are oh. God, you're a nasty bastard, I've said several times. And why on earth would anyone leave Saran Jones? But maybe I'll find out why. You will. Watch, the yeah. watch it. How can, she, how can Steph watch it, boy? Give um, these, give these do you know uh, details. What? I, actually, funny, I actually genuinely think it's all on iPlayer now. To, to, no, they I'm put it all on it. iPlayer, I do That's believe, smart. in time for the return. And um, not only, as I say, that, I'm checking on my electronic device whether I've made that up or not. What but kind in of meantime, doctor is she? Is she a GP? I mean, yeah. this is not, not really relevant. Yeah, or maybe no. it is in the first series, I don't know. No, she's, yeah, and what does GP. her husband do? What was his job? What is he into marketing? I can't remember. Uh, he's a businessman. Some Yeah. Just smarmy bastard. Yeah, smarmy bastard. Most of his work via the father of the, the woman he ended up shagging. Can we say nasty oh. bastard anymore? Yeah. Well, yeah, one more time. He's a nasty, nasty bastard. bastard. Kate, how, what, what's your verdict? How many stars are you giving? Oh, me? absolutely excellent. Doesn't disappoint. Five stars. Steph? Um, yeah, as in adulterous horrors go, I'm going to give it four stars, but that's because I feel like probably I'd give it five stars if I hadn't lied about watching the uh, first series and actually just watched a clip. I'll I'd, watch like, I'd like to commend you, though, for admitting you're lying. Yeah. Well, I yeah, agree. I think that should always I, be an audience. I'm scared you might ask, uh, ask me some questions about yeah. it, and I'd be like, I'd have to lie again on air. No, it's no, we don't condone that? lying on the no. podcast. No, it's a full commend situation. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure, I was checking, I'm pretty damn sure that Dr. Foster Series 1 is on iPlayer in okay. time. Well, Pogs, if you're like me and you lied about watching it the first time, it's a bank, it, it was a bank holiday weekend. The bank holiday weekend's over. You should yeah, have watched it. It's over. But it starts, Series 2 starts on BBC One a week today, Tuesday, the 5th of September, 9 of the p.m. 9 of the p.m. Now we move on to another epic new drama series. This is Tin Star. It's on Sky Atlantic slash Now TV from next Thursday. And they're doing their thing they do nowadays is it's a binge. It's a binge. No. <laughs> it's a binge. I want to watch it. I oh, in- shut up, old geeky. No, it's a binge. It's a binge. I want to just enjoy it on a weekly basis, please. But oh. what is what I'm going to say? Oh. Don't interrupt you oh, two. Shut up, old geeky. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's harsh. Because, in fact, if you're okay <laughs> and you want to watch it on a serial basis week by week, you can. Yeah. It's on every ah, every Thursday, 9 o'clock. In your face. If you're, yeah, but I'm going to watch it. and tell her everything that happens. If you're bingey geek, Steph, <laughs> then you can watch all 10 hours from next Thursday. Stay up till 7 in the morning if you want. Which channel is this on? Sky, Sky Atlantic slash Now uh, TV. Well done, Sky Atlantic. Yes. <laughs> it is created by and written by Rowan Najoffi. Who he? He wrote, <laughs> he wrote 28 Days Later, the classic. Oh, yeah. scary. Yeah, the classic zombie film. Um, he's a very talented youngish man. And he's the son of Roland Joffe, who's a very famous um, film director. Okay, he's laughing I at my who he. I don't know if he, he'll be like to describe as sort of youngish. Well, he's not that young, so um, he'll be fine with it. He oh, won't what care. Say what do you think he's young? But what I should also mention is, is uh, it, it, I mentioned Diedrich Santa, and this is a Kudos production. Oh, what, so, wait, this is one well of Santa's. Well done, Mr. Santa. Oh, can I just say, this is unfair now because I, I'm just going to spoil it. I 
effing love this. But you didn't but it's know gonna that. It's going to look like... Yeah, okay, you, fine. You didn't, you didn't, I'm telling you now. I'm didn't always impartial. That. You can't buy me. You're impartial. <laughs> right. um, so, but who wants to describe the, 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 the situation, the sitch? Of, no, did, no, I'll do it. I did right. Dr. Foster. Oh People my. don't want to hear me okay. witchering on That's endlessly. That's all they tune in for, They need boys. to hear the dulcet tones of Stephanie right. Cena as she explains oh, what the Hilton no. Star's about. Right. Lower the volume because the high voice is coming on. <laughs> okay. Right. So uh, this is all about a family uh, just in a very domestic setup of husband... British husband from London with an Irish wife and they've got a son and a daughter and they've moved to the Canadian Rockies where he is going to become the sheriff of this small town in, in the Rockies. And he's in played Canada. by Tim Roth. Ta- played by the amazing Tim Roth. When it first came on, I was like, oh no, he's, this is all going to be all American accent. Uh, Can- sorry, excuse me, Canadian oh accent. Oh my gosh. Oh. I know. Great, we're going to get the hate man. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Joshua Jackson's sorry, right. I in. understand that Canada and America are different places, but you all sound the same. <gasps> oh anyway. Anyway. <God. laughs> um, <laughs> That's very much Stephanie Sealand at Stephanie Sealand. <laughs> yeah. No, don't, don't. You don't sound the same. Right, okay. Anyway, beautiful, beautiful scenery. So he has become, He's. A, he was a cop back in, or a policeman, mm, policeman <laughs> a policeman yeah. back in London and they've, so he's moved. We're not quite sure what's happened. We don't, but something mm. kind of yeah, bad there's some is, there's, some, there's a backstory that's happened that means that they've yeah. moved. The daughter's not very happy about being moved. Anyway. Fair enough. So, from, from London to literally yeah, the, so London, the, the, she, nowhere, yeah. nowheresville, Canada. No, you think of the fresh air. It's like up north. It's, it is I'm beautiful. I'm just thinking it from her point of view. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I'm going to die here and it's yeah, so boring. Yeah. Anyway, so we're introduced to this family and then he goes into work and we realise that actually not much happens in this small and town. And he's a sheriff. And he's a sheriff, so what's he going to mm. do? So he kind of goes, he goes fishing, doesn't he? They go yeah. like, oh, do what the other guy did. He just went fishing. So he starts thinking, oh, nothing's really going on. And then... There's a ch- there's like a church fete, and his wife has made some fudge, and she meets, <laughs> which is ba- made badly. Yeah, and I, she I like meets, the detail of, of no, this. No, you've yeah. asked me to do no, it, and I, I will, and I will go into We're every in single. You've mentioned the fudge. I will go into every single. Yeah, she fudge made is the not fudge. a spoiler. <laughs> it isn't. Christina Hendricks is. Christina Hendricks comes along. Christina Hendricks from Mad Men, one of the greatest uh, oh, actors and one of the greatest shows what ever. Beauty. What a beauty. Um, and she's introduced. She buys a load of fudge, and she seems like she's going to be really friendly. And then we find out she works for an oil company. She's a VP. That are trying to yes. drill in yes. an area, and she is kind of in cahoots with a with Big a mysterious. Oil. Bald-headed figure <laughs> who just who just comes along in a, Don't a see car. What his bald head's got to do with it. No, but well, I'm just, it's just describing him. Okay, right. And also, yeah. can I just say about that bald-headed figure, aka the head of security for that um, oil company? Doesn't he remind you of Slugworth from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> Excellent Don't you point. Think? Well made. He's so terrifying. Have that visual in your head. Yeah. Whilst I continue He's, with this very detailed description of what yeah. happens in every second of Slug this episode. <laughs> so then, then we cut to a meeting where all the townspeople are potentially going to get money. <laughs> Um, I mean, oil thing. What yeah. I would say is, by the end of this, the pogs, yeah. people are not going to have to watch uh, it. Wait, yeah. and then so now it's all about this oil thing happens. Yeah. People are upset, and then Tim Roth gets in a bit of a troublesome situation. Dark things are happening. Dark things are happening. I don't want to get the end away. Well, you haven't. I mean, oh. you're giving away the beginning and the middle. So yeah, no, no, that was a fantastic description, yeah, including the it. fudge, including the fudge. Of the first episode of Tin Star. The fudge is a big bit because oh. she's like, oh, also he's like, oh, sorry, I did forgot to mention. He goes to an AA meeting. I think I he he a choke. He's an ex-alcoholic, yeah, he's an ex-alcoholic. Oh, was that not the bit you were going to mention? That I no, no, no. What I was going to mention was the interesting structure of the first episode because it starts mm. off 
with this incredibly powerful sequence oh, yes. where they're driving off. They're driving away and they go and they stop at gas station. Oh, and yeah. The little kid wants to go to the loo and it's very tense and they're clearly they're, they're in a hurry, but you don't know why. And then a, a masked gunman comes out and shoots someone or something and you don't really know what's happened. Well, I mean, and then maybe that's a bit It just the lo- stops you in your tracks. It's like it stop, the best yeah. start of a right. show. Because I think we have to say there's this brilliant opening scene. Yeah, isn't there? I didn't want to say that because I thought it was the end, but that's stupid because oh. it starts at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, did you watch it a few oh, days what ago? What a fail. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> no, I watched it. And then, like, I watched it at 2 a.m. Oh, okay. Where but were then you? right at the end, they, re- <laughs> they show you that scene again. It's in the kitchen making right, brownies. <laughs> oh, my God. Right at the end, they show you that scene again and you see the whole thing played yeah. out. And it's, I thought it was so clever how, how that worked. Because it does a one week earlier thing, doesn't yeah. it? Now, what is that called? Because there's a name for it, isn't it? When they do like the reverse. I'm going to find out. There is it's a, a, it's a flashback. It's a no, but there is like a there is an actual oh, a flip ter- reverse. It's a flick reverse. Yeah, it's a flick reverse. Um, so the flick reverse is great. So I've I'm in that very lucky position. I was given um, a uh, all ten episodes of this to watch. Oh. No, I haven't watched all ten. I've watched no, three. as in like hello. Yeah. let's have a screening oh, I've, of I've them. Pass it to you. Yeah, it's no, on a, it's you, on no, 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 no. Okay, you want to watch it week by week. Oh, yeah, you want to watch it week by week. Hey, just, just, just yeah, calm geeky, yourself down. Geek, what did you call her? Oh, geeky. Oh, geeky. Oh, geeky queen. Right, I feel like me. there's a bit of ganging up going on. Right, so sorry. Sorry, but you do want to watch it week by week, so you know, slow your roll. All I need to say is it's really effing good, isn't it? Oh, my God. Really good. I am honestly, I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I haven't been so excited by a new um, drama in months. Honestly. No, but when was the last time Tim Roth was in something? Like I was trying to um, think. A TV thing. Well, he did, he did this show in America called Lie... Oh, yeah, House of Lies. No. no. <laughs> Lie to Me. There we go. He did that from 2009 to 2011 for a few years. He did done a few films since then. Carry on. Mm. What yeah, you I was just going to say. Yeah, he's really he's, effing good. He's, he's and amazing. his character is so funny. Yeah. Yeah, really? he's very yeah. dry. Yeah, he's, he's very. So he's got that British sense of oh, yeah. humour. He's mm. like very. <laughs> did you watch this? I watched it while making muffins of in the he kitchen. Did. She watched the middle I think half. You need to like focus. You focus more on the muffins chunk. than the. Uh, you focused on the fudge. The f- yeah, the fudge. Yeah. Well, that was an important point. Yeah. Anyway, carry yeah. on the fudge. Yeah. So this is yeah. This Go is, on. You, this is, you've been more excited you, by this than anything, anything else. else. I mean, for oh, you stop. finished. Oh, All right. Yeah. Okay, sorry. No, isn't like I, th- I just yeah. thought it was exceptional. Everything about it was yeah. so thrilling, so brilliantly acted. Yeah, it's I another just, example, <sighs> isn't it? Just like I was saying this to people. I was when I was pontificating at the Edinburgh TV mm. Festival, as I do, in my pompous way. I was like. TV drama, it's incredible now, isn't it? Because mm. like you can't, you just can't do a mediocre drama. No one's going to be bothered. Anything like below a certain level of quality yeah. is just everything is now raised. The quality has been raised. Yeah. I think beautiful you know, landscapes. Or like so it looks incredible. Yeah. By the filmed. way, it's going to be on UHD on Sky oh. as well. If you've got a UHD TV like I don't me, have seventy-eight one inches. Boys, so that's just rubbing um, it. So in it my looks mind. incredible. I've got one boy, so yeah, yeah we all watch it. Um, oh, so beautiful. yeah, I agree. I agree with Kelly. I, I think it's abs- I think it's the best. I, it's, so we've had Riviera recently. Yeah. That wasn't. Oh my no, god! Not Hello, good. Do not even say it in the same sentence. <laughs> well, I have. I apologise for saying it in the same sentence. It's a flip reverse. It's a flip reverse. They've had a lot of you know. Good, pretty decent. They've had the tunnel, yeah. two series. Oh, that. My, God. oh back. my God! Sorry. Oh my God! Sorry. Yeah, wow. I, I, sorry. I just nearly lost my mind there because I forgot to talk. John, the engineer, is going to have to turn that down. I forgot to talk to you about the fact that we haven't even mentioned that the tunnel is coming back. Yes. Sky Atlantic yeah. tweeted yesterday. I yeah, lost I my mind. Yeah. So, I was in that oh, session. Calm that, down, Jesus and not a volume. She didn't lose a volume. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. It t- the Tunnel Series 2 won an award at Edinburgh TV Awards. Anyway. Oh, I'm um, happy for it, but let's so focus on the So the goal as we're focusing right. on it is, I think this is the best Sky Atlantic homegrown thing so far. Absolutely. Like, Riviera, Schmiriera. Sh- like, <laughs> this is this is in a league of its yeah. own. I have yeah. been so excited about a mm. new drama. In, yeah. You know that. I, yeah. I barely you smile. You said that already. Yeah, but and also, you again. must really like it because, because for you to say that you're going to binge it, 
No. Yeah. Is well, I was, she said she wasn't going to mention. She changed her mind. She's if I can a... watch it in a screening in boys' um, house and be provided with snacks, I'm coming there. I'm not so, promising that. Oh, no. i tell you what it's going to be great for. The Canadian Tourist Board. Uh, yes, yeah, it it's looks going to be fantastic ravishing. It really does, doesn't it? Because I watched it all and I was like, oh, I really want to go to Canada. Road trip to the Rockies, yeah. pod on the road. Mm, yeah. Honestly, Let's it do was it. really... Although, although he oh, makes it seem a bit dangerous. Can I, I don't want to go to his part. Can I say one more thing? Because I think people might question... Because I also, we also, I also went to the launch of it. Um, oh, yeah, where that was, this was a few weeks ago, they screened it at BAFTA and there was a Q&A with, with Joffe afterwards yeah. and Roth. <gasps> Roth was on ebullient form, I have oh, to say. He was loving are. life, yeah, loving life. Anyway. Of course he does, he's they in a brilliant question, drama. How can a this East End London dude, yeah. you know, policeman, end yeah. up as the sheriff how of a small town? And Joffe said, it absolutely happens. It's based yeah. on truth. And that because what this whole show is based on no 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 but that particular idea so he oh, read no, no, right, okay, okay the people funny, move right? to Canada he's just, can oh, just grasp my hand. wrist I'm like, yeah. it's not like it's I a could. groundbreaking idea for someone to travel and do a job no, somewhere else no but I know else, what you mean because it's different no, it's a bit well, weird yeah, isn't it, it is, I you didn't don't... think I thought like really like this I did a little bit because I was a bit like you're very small minded I just thought like why would he have gone straight to the top how would this have happened right my question was why would they resort to having this London dude they can't find one person American Canadian sorry to be a sheriff but he said the thing is they can't find enough people decent people qualified people to be sheriffs in these tiny little small towns so that's that and, and it, that's oh, I might become a sheriff I know, I'd love to be a mountain oh, that's my new, that's my new you would love to be a sheriff Kay, I, think, I would be yeah. can you imagine me wielding yeah. my badge yeah. Yeah. Be was that amazing what was that show about Canadian Mounties um, hello G South yeah, yeah, that's it. Deep South. Yeah. It was called Juice South. It wasn't called Um Hello Juice South. <laughs> that would have been. That's the sequel. How many stars? Anyway, how many stars? How many stars? Okay, I think I know I how many stars you're going to give no, it. No, you don't. This is like on the X Factor where Simon goes, You are, I've got to be honest with you, you are the greatest act we've ever seen. And then they do this thing where they go, Well, how many stars? Are we, yeah. we going to put them through? Of course you can put them through. How many stars? <laughs> I am giving it. Six stars. Oh, yeah, you didn't guess that. I'm giving you six stars. That's not the no, maximum is five. Maximum is five. Yeah. Right. I'm giving you six stars. I don't care what you say. You that's can't stop me. Okay. I said it. Look, hi. Six tin stars. Six tin stars. Okay. Right. Are you going to play within the rules? Um, I am going to play within the rules. Well, she gave it zero stars last week. Do you remember? Yeah, Something, and quite so. justified. Okay. Justified. Hmm. Justified okay. that terrible show. Um, right. I'm going to give it four stars. Ooh. Maybe yeah, next yeah. time, stop baking at the same time. Watch it. I know. I w- no. Don't get I fixated on the fudge. Because because I that I I really really liked it. It but it wasn't. I don't feel like I immediately. I don't no, feel okay. like it's a. I need to binge okay. it. I really liked okay. it though. God, I liked it. Kay. Okay, fine. Without doubt, it's getting five stars for me. Yeah, I think it's Ooh, liked a little bit less than me then. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know. Oh, I'm really happy to see Christina Hendricks back on screen yeah, as well. Very good point. Because she's just she's delightful. Yeah. In uh, as I often say on this this podcast, in sharp contrast. Oh, um, here we go. Here we go. In the fluff slot, Cannonball is a new. I'm going to read you the description from uh, the pe- lovely people at ITV. Legendary cricketer and broadcaster Andrew Freddie Flintoff is to host ITV's brand new adrenaline fueled game show, Cannonball. What exactly though? What type of adrenaline fueled game show is Cannonball? K. Ribeiro. It's basically total wipeout, is what it is. They've got loads of tasks where they have to do different things. For example, like going at speed on a lilo, which actually Steph and I have played on holiday. Uh, 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 do you know what? I was going to bring this up. Can I just say, right, there is a segment on this, okay, where they play something that Kay and I actually copyrighted, and it's called Lilo Launch. So, right, Kay and yeah. I, who holiday together sometimes, 
basically you get on the edge of a swimming pool and you take your lilo and you launch on and you see how far you get by just launching yourself without moving the rest of your body. You launch. Now they seem to have got hold of our minds and, and decided to make this even slightly better by going from a huge slide along a surfboard to the end of a gigantic pool. And rather than lilo launch, they've called it rather boringly skimmer. So that's I one mean, of the rounds okay. they could do. Yeah. Other ones is they come like they're in a, is it a zorb? Down a slope. Yeah, they have to knock oh. over the skittles. It's all different kind of it's challenges. A, yeah, it's in a gigantic water park, isn't it? In yeah. Malta, is it, I believe? Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, Malta. where the hell is yeah. it? It's right. in Malta. And, and <laughs> I mean, my God, that's a lot of water, isn't it? It's yeah. like three water parks. Yeah, it's a big, they're big, we should say, it's big, gigantic kind of like, not set, but like, um, kind of. Bespoke set. But it, it's, it's, like, like, it's like wipeout on steroids, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, right. Oh, that's good. Well done. I like that. It's like white pound steroids in Malta yeah. with Freddie Flinter and we should say four count. Oh, sorry, other, that was I have a big right, issue with that. Four presenters. I'm gonna name them. Frankie Bridge. Who I didn't recognise at first. Okay. Radzi Chinyanganya, Maya Jama, and comedian Ryan Hand. And Freddie's the Freddie Flintoff is the is the host, so he introduces the whole thing. But then he's got these four of them. I know. Like, Honestly, you turn away, around doing stuff. Turn away for one second. You go back. and You're like, oh, are we still on this? Who's this person? Have yeah. they just fired that presenter? What happened? There's like a thousand presenters, yeah. and that nothing flows between these presenters. It's very strange. That I think. I think that. Do you know what I really like? I this is something that definitely my nieces will be really into. It's like clean family fun. There's an element of danger, obviously, because at any moment you think they're going to break their neck. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- well, I have to say though, it. it what is hilariously funny is they have this one called I'm not sure which what it's called it might actually be the no it's not the cannibal oh the blob one. the blob the blob is the best <laughs> bit because two but somebody of equivalent right so there's someone sitting on this huge inflatable blob right <laughs> and then people of equivalent weight to the person on the blob jump on the other side of the blob and then it launches this person into oh my God, the it air it's terrifying and honestly the first person you see in this first episode is this granny and it's like it is kind of horrendous, isn't it, to see? I mean, she gets up to a I mean, the insurance on that show must must be... Yeah, if you insane. want to see a granny on the blob... Oh, um, you want to see a granny on the blob? Sorry. Oh, my God, let's, that's a sentence that never Sorry. needs to be said again. But it is... Um, it is this a, is the show like, for you. It is yeah. extraordinary. It, it is and they have like, to wear helmets. It's like it's kind of small child's idea, isn't it, of, of, for me, of like a TV show. Even more than like... This kind of stuff goes back to it's a knockout. Do you remember? You know, I grew yeah, up watching Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like... Silliness. Yeah. <laughs> massive. I mean, and this, but you're right. silly. People jump on be... an inflatable to throw the yeah. hurl this yeah. poor woman, this granny, in yeah. the air, hundreds of feet in the I air, know. to land, to thump into the water. But it's I quite think exciting. family's going to gather to watch yeah, this. That's the idea. Yeah. This is a tea time. It's on seven o'clock on ITV before <laughs> X Factor. Um, by the X Factor launches next Saturday. Obviously, we would review that, but we haven't seen it yet. Um, so it's the pre, it's like the warm up for that, and it is, as you say, it's, it, there's a whole load of now these um, like Ninja Warriors. Yeah, yeah. There ones been ones on BBC. One, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah. Like crazy um, physical activity yeah, type exactly. things. Physical yeah. obstacle coursey yeah. things with members of the public. Yeah. And lots of cackling, by the way, always cackling. So yeah. in this, all the presenters are laughing their heads off. Yeah. At every single but moment. But you know what, right? Why have they got five presenters, I right? I, I think I think the women are like I think Frankie's good. Yeah. I think my Jama, even though I've got an irrational dislike, no, it's not really dislike, it's like a jealousy of her. Um, she's stunning. Yeah. I wa- just a little, just an addendum. I went on a date oh. once Ooh. and someone spent 75% of the time talking to me about how Maya Jama was their ideal woman. 
Why would they do I know. that? You went, on, you went on a date with a psychopath. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Isn't that a weird technique? That is anyway, so yeah, but the two women are brilliant. The two guys are just like but surplus to require. Here's what I thought, right? I thought the reason they had so many is because it's so bloody far to get up to eight, all yeah, of those big, different things. Their, their, their transport between tasks isn't my, consider, isn't my concern, though. I want them to like get the scooter. Yeah, fair enough. You can't get scoot when you've got to climb up all those stairs to get to the top What's, of that slide. But it all comes down to Flintoff, doesn't it? And I think, because yeah. this is Polly, this is his so first... so underused. But this is his first job, isn't it, as the main fronting presenter, I think. I mean, he's been in lots of shows where documentary shows and like, but he's standing there in front of the camera and he is the host ostensibly of the show what, with right? these four do- doofs surrounding him. I, you know, I love Freddie yeah. Flintoff, and right? You, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, for me, he doesn't feel like the main presenter because like, he narrates this whole show, but his FaceTime, his screen time, isn't a lot. And he's the most attractive person on it. And he's the funniest. Like the script, he, yeah, his script yeah, is yeah, funny. Well. And the we, music all love, we all love Flintoff. Who doesn't Question, love Flintoff? Question, is this beneath Freddie Flintoff? Um, no, I don't no, think so. I think it's a fun it's show. Fun. It's, fr- it's fluff. It's okay. fluff is fun. But he, I think he's... Un- I don't think that the four percent it, it's bewildering. And there's an opening scene where he... So he's there. He does present it on his own. He introduces it. And then suddenly they cut to him, surrounded by the other four presenters, all lying there on the beach. And watching you think, it's almost just like a jolly, where they've just thought... Yeah, oh, we'll give- oh my God, they've all got a great hand. <laughs> got yeah. great- it's, it is sort of the Giacomo of TV shows, isn't it? Which he is the model of, isn't he? Is that... Harsh. What? It is! No, Giac- Giacomo's... All right. Oh, I guess it's big. Yeah, yeah it's big and uh, yeah. oversized, outsized. They, yeah. they need three presenters. He needs to be the central one, and they just need two on either side. They don't need five. I think uh, we've said all there is and needs to be said about um, we Cannonball. Even, hold on a minute. What? We haven't talked about the main event at the end where they have to jump from a big rope into onto a bullseye. That's how you win That's it. That's the climax, and, yeah. and also, let's just say, <laughs> God knows where they get these people from, but they don't actually win anything. They don't win anything. No, they anything. make great play. They win, win a cup. Don't yeah, they? it makes great play of the fact that you don't win a boat or a thing or a homily. You win this cup. So it's almost like they're making funny fun of the fact. Yeah, it's that, very yeah. knowing. It's a no- yeah, it's knowing. It's 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 yeah, exactly. Kay's right. Okay. Not How many stars? Time. How many stars are we giving uh, Cannonball with Freddie Flintoff and four other people? I thought it was a bit long. Did you not think? Yeah, it was a bit. Yeah, it was a bit long. Repetitive. Um, it was very, and there was no order to it. They just kept on flipping between no the yeah. tables. I mean, I think out it's a order. good half hour. I think it would be good yeah. at half, half an hour. hour. Yeah. I do think that people should win something <laughs> at the end, and I think they should ditch two of the presenters, and Freddie should be in some sort of swimsuit. Oh yeah, I'm up mm, for that. Oh, you should yeah. be a producer of this fucking show. Listen, sorry to swear. I, I should. I absolutely should. I could make yeah. it a little better. How, but how many stars are you giving the um, version we saw, which has right, so which my, is an hour long, my has version, five presenters, <laughs> and, and it's quite repetitive. And, and Freddie's fully clothed. Yeah. My, my version would get five stars. Ah. This version is going to get two. Yeah. Okay. Three and a half. I'm going to have to give it two as well. Yeah. I just, mm. you know, what the bottom line is, I'm not bothered about watching it ever again. As much as I love <laughs> Freddie, and I think it's a good film because it shows he can present. You know, it does a good he's job. Funny Unlike, you know, Len Goodman, for example. Oh, just saying, Christ on Who I found bike. excruciating. I'm totally happy watching um, Freddie present anything, but well, I don't think I watch Cannibal. No, I I have to say I think there it's are a good be- family show. I think there are better choices out there for it's Freddie. A, if a I'm fam- honest. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I do. Well, to be honest, he's got loads of things. A Loto's new series starts next week. Leave it alone. So. Oh my god! I'm I have been watching for... a Loto reruns, and um, I did. It's start. always great. Oh isn't my it? god! Yeah. It just makes me laugh so much. Amazing. Finally, let's go to the return of the return of Cold Feet because Cold Feet, you know, had like a massive gap. It was an iconic show in the '90s on ITV, and then last year it came back. And it did really well. It did well ratings-wise. That critics loved it. Um, it's of course, you know, it's kind of like. Who you laughing at? I me? just want to make a confession. Go on. All right, okay. So, you know how I just talked a little bit earlier about how I lied about Dr. Foster? Yeah. Cold Feet is also one of those. 
I only people used to say, <laughs> "Did you watch Cold Feet?" And I'd be like, "Oh God, yeah." And she always say, "This is what I used to say." Wasn't it awful when she died? Oh my God! <laughs> Which is the way to cheat your way through <laughs> pretending that you watched series one or whatever of yeah, Cold Feet. Yeah. I don't know how many series there've been, but yeah, yeah I, like pants I, on I fire. I know, I know. But I was like, "Oh yeah." And then I did watch a clip of when she died when the truck went into oh my her. God. That's hilarious. That so, is brilliant. So just, I'm, but I full disclosure. So, so full disclosure, have you ever watched Cold Feet? No. Never watched Cold Feet? Oh, this is a virgin slot. This Lit- is the return of yeah, the virgin yeah. slot for you. Yeah, I never watched it. Right. Did you watch this while baking or did you have your full attention? This had my full I'm just checking. I feel I need attention. to know before a- I ask no, what your opinion absolutely. is. Absolutely. Hey, are you a Cold Feet fan or are you new to it as well? No, I watched it back in the day, but I've got terrible memory. So it's like, it's as if I'm a virgin again. I've been re over it. You'd be re I mean, often happens this day. Um, anyway, Cold Feet, the original iconic Cold Feet, sorry, was, uh, yeah, very literally, the original Cold Feet, created by and written by the great Mike Bullen, was really, like, for me, the great thing about it was, it was like the equivalent of an American drama series in that it was a very straightforward premise. It was just really kind of three couples in Manchester, three kind of middle class, I mean, now middle class, they're all some from working class backgrounds originally, but... And their kind of personal lives, and it was a kind of comedic drama, a dramedy, or whatever you want to call it. I like um, But it had a gloss to it. Do you know what I mean? It had mm. like a 30-something. Remember 30-something? Did you ever watch 30-something yeah. in the 80s? Yeah. One of my favourite shows ever, which was just kind of partly about the vibe. As much as anything, yeah. the pitch for Cold Feet is it's funny and engaging and warm and emotional. It's warm. It's about their mm. emotional so lives and you're going to love the characters. They're all funny and clever and smart and it's about kind of following what happens to them. And that, and that was the genius of it. And it was all in the writing and the performances and, the, and casting it brilliantly. James Nesbitt, Faye Ripley, John Thompson, Hermione Norris, Robert Bathurst, they're all back. And yeah. this is the second series of The Revival. I was ruddy bloody confused though because at the beginning there's a big dance number and I was like, what the F is going well, on? Well, that's the other thing. So that's the reason why, uh, thank you for mentioning that, why it similar to these American shows because these American shows like 30-something to mention it again also have these kind of fantasy sequence moments where you see stuff going on in the minds of the characters and Cold Feet has always done this where you have these little moments of like him imagining people and you know him seeing his late yeah, yeah, pa- yeah. Partner, you know, ghostly yeah. figures, and and that this does open boldly, very boldly. Episode one with a musical number, doesn't mm. it? Kate? All singing, all dancing. All singing, all dancing. What did you think of that? I didn't love that bit. Oh, actually, okay. it's a bit nuts, wasn't it? Was it? Bold. Yeah, it was bold. I mean, but I mean, I loved everything else. So okay. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, talk about what you thought of everything else. I really liked it because I think it's like an example of how a reunion show should be done. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes shows come back as we discussed earlier and they're just like, oh God, you should have left it there. Mm, um, I know it came back last it. week, um, last week, last year. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I thought it was really good because you just really care about the characters and genuinely love the friendships. And particularly I like um, Karen and, no, what's Adam and... Faye Ripley. Faye Ripley, what's yeah. her name? I don't know because I'm a virgin. Jenny. But, yeah. Jenny. I've given you notes here and just oh, ignoring sorry, your notes, I'm by so the way. Oh, I print these things out. Oh, and also gosh. so relatable. Oh, so for example, all the, you know, all the kind of... Angst they have in their forties, fifties, however yeah. they are. Jenny like for example, different. Jenny feeling really insecure about her friendship with Karen yeah. and like all that is very relatable. Yeah, because back in the nineties, obviously, it was you know it was about late twenty something, thirty something people kind of dealing with a certain period in their lives where they're getting jobs, they're mm. settling down, are they settling down? They're forging relationships. Now it's all about they're in families or they've split up with their partners oh, and they're yeah. dealing with middle age. That's that's the kind of. But to me, it does it in such a light touch way. Almost like it's almost like makes um, living a normal life, having a normal job, you know, like 
favourite Miss characters working in the hotel and having trouble with Doofus' manager. Mm. And um, they, they haven't got partic- massively glamorous jobs. I mean, um, Hermione Norris's character is kind of like a publishing... Yeah, she set up her own publishing thing. Yeah, she's, publishing she's, yeah, she's set up her own publishing thing. Oh, well, she's got a So she's got the bob. most... Yeah, she's got the most glamorous job. But they're all... It's all very down-to-earth. And yet, it's done in such a way, visually, mm. and the characters and the, and the dialogue is slightly heightened and funny, that it makes living that life seem great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I also... Th- I really like the bit in it, and obviously I haven't seen it before, but I really like the bit in it where... Um, Adam, sorry, I just want to refer to my notes. Played by James Nesbitt, Adam, forty nine. Um, he goes to get a new job, and he yeah. uh, like get, goes to get a job with like a load of millennials, which, as you know, are my favourite people. Love you all. And um, but he goes to get a job, and yeah. he like imagines them all as yeah, children. That's a great scene. Yeah, and it, classic and I found, theme. I found yeah. that really funny. Yeah. I really it's always that. been like that. that oh, has yeah, it? Yeah, oh. it does those things brilliantly. That is one of the oh, great. things. I'm really glad I lied about watching should, it before. Then we should also <laughs> mention that Siobhan um, Finneran yeah. is also in it from Downton Abbey and the. Happy Valley. She's oh, yeah, God, she's one that's of the great... where she's from. Yeah, she's Miss O'Brien. Oh, of course she is. Mm. Yeah, and she is. She's in this new series. Oh. And she's one of the. She, Siobhan Finner is one of the great TV actors around at the moment. And she's got a, uh, this part where she's in the, you know, in the Cheshire set, you know, really ultra rich where all the footballers live. Mm. And so we get to see these lavish, massive houses. And so um, Robert Bathurst's character is desperately, he's in the moment selling dodgy deals to pensioners and being... And, and equity release. Sad, yeah, equity Ooh, release. Don't sad, get it, guys. Sad salesman. And then, thankfully, he's been in touch with her and she's clearly after him a bit, isn't she? Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Oh, she yeah. gets all twinkly yeah. eyes. She gets all twinkly eyes. And he gets to... It gets to hopefully sell stuff to these very ultra-rich women living in the Cheshire set. But I think, oh, just generally... It's just, and, and there's, of course, the main focus of it is on Adam, James Nesip's character, and his new girlfriend, uh, Tina, played by Leanne Best, who is his um, landlady. They're now fully on, will she, he, will she move oh. in with him or won't she? How mm. far are they going to go? You know, that's all. That's very kind of sweet, actually. Of yeah. She's great. Yeah. That girl. Everyone's she really was, good she in was her, the, She was his landlady. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's how he yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, and I really like that little subplot about. Karen and Jenny's friendship, where Karen is getting a bit. Yes. Jenny's getting a bit jealous yes. about big Karen. Being very realistic, Karen. wasn't it? That yeah. yeah. I really you like get little jealousy in that friendships. Earlier, guys, but that's all right. Did you? Oh no! Listen, you're doing a classic boy though. No, well, like, that was my fault. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. No, you're, you're doing, doing a boy You're doing a me. Oh, never I, mind. I take that as a compliment. You didn't fully listen to, <laughs> didn't fully listen to what Kay was saying earlier. Never, never mind. Um, but generally, yeah, I think I just think it's. I think the, I thought the revival was 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 really well done. Was as good as you could hope it could be. And I think this new episode. And so it should say it starts next Friday. This is a move though, because yeah. you think of Cold Feet being on Monday, maybe Tuesday. But ITV is going to do is, is now going to. Bro- Why are they doing? I that don't day? think it's, it's not going to do as well, show. is it? Well, we'll see. I think there's a thirst um, for drama on Friday. Do you think? Yeah. I don't think it's a drama, so. though. Comedy drama, whatever. It's an hour-long fiction. I don't, scripted think, show. I don't think people are going to get home on a Friday and watch this. I do. I think I this is. So. I would. I would really love this as a Monday Tuesday night or Monday night. It is Monday, unusual. I mean, it has to be said it's unusual. Apparently, the BBC is going to try drama on Friday as well more. So oh, it's really? a thing. It's a new thing. I think they've they've done audience research and that more people stay in than you think on Friday now. So it's kind oh, of like we're a, just so crazy. You're, yeah, you two like gadabout. <laughs> we're just out all clubbing the time. every Friday. Yeah, that's the thing. At we're staying just out to all hours. And watch some dramas on the drink and then yeah, God knows what. Yeah, well. <laughs> Just stay in and watch Cold yeah, Feet. Yeah, what's wrong with us? All right, we will. Yeah, well, this was just very nice, wasn't it? It was just like... I think it's better than that. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think yeah. it's shot. I think I'm it's giving no. it four stars. Oh, I'm giving it four and a half. Okay, all right. What um, are you giving it? I was, got, I was just... It was just fine. She doesn't have the history. It's a bit like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just you're, fine. You're like Dr. Foster. Yeah. And the thing is, it was just It was just fine. Three and a half. It was just, Three it was, and a half? Sorry, oh, that's what everyone just, aspires to be, just I fine. I gave it tin, tin star. I gave... 
you know, I gave four, which I thought was amazing. I just, I like my dramas a bit more edgy. I don't know whether I'm a dramedy person. I think I'm like, I like, I'm a bit of a purist, like drama or comedy or thriller. Or I think that's what it is. It's my problem, guys, not yours. You're, no, like you're allowed it. Your, you're allowed to give it whatever the hell you want. No, I, mean, I can see that, but I think the great thing about it is actually it's, it's one of the very best examples of the comedy drama because usually mm. they are not funny enough. I think Cold Feet is the one. It's like, this is what they should be like. So I'm giving it four and a half, yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you, Kay Ribeiro? I've already said four stars. Oh, oh, oh God. This wow. is the episode where no one listens to Kay. That's fine. Uh, it's That's all right. Fine. She's dealing with it very well. Though. She's not at all in any yeah, way you, furious. Yeah, I'm not no. furious. No. I'm having a rage blackout. I'm in the middle of a rage blackout. She's gone rigid. Yeah, the headband is like... Tensing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do the final segment of the Unmissables podcast, commonly known as the Question Time. Question Time. To be released as a single. Yes, and I'm just going to say it one more time. We only have to do that because we can't afford any music, so Kay and I have to have a little bit of a musical interlude. There's no reason to explain it. It's just... Yeah, just, just is what it is. Oh, it is what it is. So this week, um, we thought, because Freddie Flintoff is hosting Cannonball and is a TV sports legend, um, I'd ask this slightly clunky question of who your favourite TV sports person is. So, I mean, I don't know quite what I meant by this, but in my mind, I thought a regular person on TV who's also a sports person, like Freddie Flintoff. You know, right. it, could, it could be Jamie Redknapp, it could be Gary Lineker, oh, no, it could be anyone. Oh, sorry, go on. Who is it, Jamie Redknapp? Mine's Jamie Redknapp. Oh, go on, sorry. explain sorry. why. Yeah. Mine's Jamie Redknapp because I love him deeply. And I met him uh, when uh, Kay and I do, and Boyd, of course, when we do the National Television Awards um, every year. It's like it's very, very, it's very nice to meet lots of people, but occasionally someone comes along and you're like, fuck, yes, this person's so exciting. <laughs> Sorry, should I not say that? No, it's fine. Right. But that was one of those moments. <laughs> Did he smell good? I imagine he smells good. Oh, he always smells good. Well, really? I got really Box close. Fresh. I got really mm. close and said, love a nice option. Can I have a photo taken with you? And be your wife. Um, <laughs> I just said, can I have a photo taken with you? And I had a photo taken with him. And I swear to God, whenever I look at that picture, I think, we just look great together. Aww. I do. I just think, <laughs> we look fantastic. This is what should have been. Yeah, that's how I stuff love happens. Wow. You don't have to think it enough. My, what I love so much about him is he's such a lad, and he's so. I love. I think he's really funny, um, and I think he's got an excellent skin moisturising regime. <laughs> he <laughs> is. True. He's Do very you know what? He, yeah, you're, I agree with all of that. He's brilliant. Yeah, I love him as well. And I, when I went to a loto, a lead of their own behind the scenes, um, I did. He he walks around in in a rope in a towel. What? Rope. Yeah. Yeah, and hold and, yeah. on. And I kind of what like he walks around in it in a row. Oh. I did. I mentioned the feature. Uh, I magazine read that. briefly. Oh. Oh, I read it cut too. Out. Maybe it's cut out. That details because it's too hot for the readers to handle. Oh, okay. But so he walks into the dressing room where everyone is in his rope, and Jack Wild. Uh, Jack Wild saw my sort of shock and awe. And he went, he's always like this. <laughs> he's always walking around his robe. How do we get into that dressing yeah. room? Yeah, How wow. do we get into that robe? <laughs> oh my God. Well, is, You're a married woman. Of course, he is single now. So, you oh, know. he's so amazing. But and he's not. so funny. No, it's true. Listen, Maybe the ambi George understands. That's why ri- rings come <laughs> off, you know. Rings are removable. That's all I will say. God, I think we've, talk- God, it's I all think we've hitched a n- hit nerve. I'm yeah. glad I asked I this question. I love now. Jamie. I really, I, I just think he's so funny. And I love it when he goes, you melt. Yeah, you melt. Yeah. He loves melt. Oh, you're yeah. such a melt. Yeah, such he's a, a geese. He loves a melt. He's a total geese. He makes okay. me melt. Beat that. <laughs> um, obviously, you I say know. Well. Gonna, she, There's only one. Well, actually, Muhammad that. Ali's the original, but as a showman and, uh, and a sportsman... Usain Bolt, I don't think you're better than that. The fastest man in the world. We were lucky enough, Boyd and I, to meet him. Yep. He is exceptional. <laughs> he's so funny and lovely and also just so bloody talented. Yeah. yeah. Bolt all the way for me. I have got no idea 
Boyd, how are you going to pick? Because you are obviously a huge Gunner. It's got to be. And I just, but I just don't know. I can't Thierry? see where you're going to go here. Oh, Thierry's a good one. I He's just, another one you'd probably see. Yeah. Nice. Do you know what? Why don't we let you answer and then we'll find out? <laughs> well, because I was actually, even though I didn't really explain it very well <laughs> when I asked you to just pick them, I, I was thinking of people on TV a lot. And so that's partly why I picked this person who is an Arsenal. He is an Arsenal legend. Ian Wright. It's Ian Wright, right, right. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. And of course, yeah, yeah. I know him quite well because I interviewed him. I, interviewed, I actually interviewed him. Is he your close I personal insisted. friend? He's my close personal friend in my mind. I, I insisted on interviewing Ian Wright years ago for Heat magazine, oh, remember, yeah. for the Heat interview. And because remember, back in the day when he when he retired from football, he kind of became a, a mainstream TV presenter. Like okay, he was he doing. Did. He was yeah. a bit of a, I don't think he did gladiators. Which he didn't enjoy. It. And interestingly, he really regrets it now. He really regrets being doing that, going down that road of being like a kind of trying to be a mainstream TV presenter, like Freddie Flintoff is now. Yeah. Right, he didn't wasn't comfortable doing it. Right. He's now mainly a brilliant football pundit. I love him. On he's brilliant on Match of the Day. He's brilliant when he does BT Sport, whatever he does. But he's just a genuinely brilliant guy and I've met him many times and he's always always remembers me he always gives me a hug and I love him and he's uh, he is one of the greatest Arsenal strikers of all time of course so yeah Ian right 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 good answer and what what better place to end I mean this week's Unmissables podcast oh Oh. I think before we do end what bring this to a close which you know I'm I'm keen to do what I would say is a little shout out to the Pogs people on the ground are lovely listeners and anyone else who wants to review us on iTunes and just send any like if there's anything you want us to like preview anything like that just get in touch with us at Boyd Hilton at Steph Sealan yeah, and just Cambridge. so you know, you have to press the button, the five star button, otherwise your review won't work. It's void. Yeah, and I'm looking so at you, Santa. You're to very get in. focused on the five star button element of the, the rating review. The five star button. Yeah. Otherwise, it there's no, Otherwise, I mean, it if won't there's a six in. star button, just press yeah. that. Yeah. Button. Yeah. 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 Good point. Well made. Good point and goodbye. See you next week. Bye. Uh,